listening to the Agent Survival Guide podcast. A podcast for today's insurance agents. Informing. Educating. Empowering. Improving the way you do business in an industry that's anything but static. In today's episode, we are being joined by Derek Pershing, and Jake Furster, both here from Ritter Insurance Marketing. And they're going to talk a little bit about something that we hear from a lot of you guys that you want and need, training, learning, resources. We're going to talk a little more about what we have to offer here at Ritter. So first and foremost, let me say welcome to the podcast, guys. Thanks for having us. How about we will start with you, Derek. Tell us a little more about yourself and what you do here at Ritter. Sure. Yeah. Thanks, Sarah. Well, I've been here with Ritter for just about five years. I think it'll be five years in October. And I'm just part of our training team here. So a lot of times if you're listening to webinars or some of our recorded content, you'll be you'll be stuck hearing my voice. So glad we have another channel that, that you all can hear that today. So but yeah, I'm thankful to be able to help train agents and develop them to really excel their business in the Medicare market. All right. Well, thank you for joining us here today. And also, Jake. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to the podcast. Can you tell us a little more about yourself and what you do here at Ritter? Sure. I've been with Ritter for about eight years now. So just like Derek, I'm on our training team and have been for some time now. And We handle our webinars and different educational resources that we have out on our website for our agents. Just always looking to see how we can advance for their careers and happy to be here and talk about it today. So one thing that I heard that perked my ears up the most as you both were introing that webinars, let's Mm -hmm. talk a little more about those because we offer a lot of webinars here at Ritter. Why don't we start with going through kind of the regular webinars that we offer that you can kind of pop into any of these trainings? Sure. Yeah, uh, we, we do host a lot of webinars. Always can be found from our events page at ridderim.com slash events, which is right on our homepage. You can always find our Ritter hosted webinars. Of course, we promote a lot of the carrier hosted webinars from the carriers that we work with as well. But the ones that Derek and I work with are largely the Ritter hosted ones. We have a monthly schedule that we think is great for any new agents that, whether they're new to working with Ritter, new to Medicare, have been working in Medicare for a few years, there's a different starting place for you wherever you might be. And typically how that goes is every month, the first week or Tuesday, Thursdays is typically how it goes. At 2 p.m., we'll host our new agent orientation, which is a two-part series that really goes over working with Ritter, answering some of those general FAQs. I'll let Derek get into more of the details of it, but a great new agent start for us, showing our our website and tools. That leads into Medicare 101, which is all about learning the basics. Of course, if you're going to be selling Medicare, you got to start with the basics of Medicare. We build on that a little bit with steps to a sale, going over more how to work with clients, how to kind of build on that Medicare 101 knowledge and apply it to being an insurance agent figuring out what the best plan might be for each individual client. And then from there, leads into Build Your Book of Business, which is all about marketing strategies because you'll have the basics of working with Ritter, you'll have Medicare down and how to work with clients throughout your appointments. Now you need to learn a little bit more about how to get in front of more clients, Mm -hmm. which Build Your Book of Business is great for. All righty. So we have that schedule of webinars. We went over a little bit about what those webinars cover 
What I like is that we really do a great job of taking those agents from their starting point really through the whole process of getting through all of those trainings, the education that they need to really feel comfortable doing their job. So that's one thing that if you're listening to this right now, just wondering if you'd like to be an insurance agent, the really nice thing about this is that you do not have to do this alone. We have so much training here for you Mm -hmm. to help you as you progress through these different parts of training and really getting ready to sell and then getting comfortable selling those different products. So you mentioned new agent orientation. We're going to throw it over to Derek a little bit. He's going to tell us hopefully a little bit more about that and what agents can kind of come to expect when they first start out with us here at Ritter. Yeah, absolutely. And really what I want to do as we talk a little bit more about these is really give you guys a good idea of who these webinars would benefit if they might be a benefit to you and your situation, some questions they might help answer. And really how you can make the most of these webinars, because as Sarah said, the training is great, but a lot of this is going to be foundational and you want to make sure you take it to the next level to, you know, really make the most of the content that that we're putting out for you. So as Sarah mentioned, and as Jake alluded to, we always start off the month with our new agent orientation series. And this is just a two part series that helps agents get started with Ritter as well as manage their business using our tools. So when it comes to agents that would benefit well from these uh, from these webinars in particular, it's really going to be any agent that's new to Ritter Insurance Marketing, regardless of what your insurance experience is. So maybe you're new to Medicare, maybe you've been in the business for 20 years, but regardless, you're going to be new to our tools. We want to make sure that you know how to use them. So agents will often ask the question, uh, whether it's Ritter or another FMO, what's really the value of working with you as my partner in my insurance business. And we want to help answer that by telling you a little bit about who we are as a company, some of the support that we offer both on the sales and the operational side. But we also want to make sure that you understand how to utilize our tools. So everything from actually pulling that first contract, using our quote engine to find your competitive products in your market. And then from there, we want to talk about how you can manage your business well. So using our internal CRM to manage your clients how you can keep track of your contract progress and when you might have things on your to-do list. So whether it's that certification that you maybe have been dreading taking care of ahead of AEP or even next steps with contract follow-ups, things like that, as well as how you can submit business with Ritter and keep an eye on those items as well. So we really just want to cover a high-level overview of using our tools and services to get you started. Now, if you really want to make the most of it, My best tip here would be to actually connect with our staff. So whether that be our sales staff, which would always be a great first point of contact, or any of our operational teams would also be a great resource for those getting started with Ritter. And then from there, just start working with the tools. You know, as I mentioned, we're going to go over getting started with that first contract in these webinars. So honestly, a great thing to do would just be to pull a contract, actually work through that process. And the same would be true of using our CRM. Maybe create a test client to actually get used to the functionality there. Run a drug cost estimate using that CRM platform. So just using the tools will really help you also uh, apply and learn a little bit more from what we cover in the webinar. So that kind of covers the new agent orientation, but 
once we've kind of moved through that process, we've established ourselves, we've kind of worked through some of these tools, maybe say we have, you know, our first contract sort of worked through and all that. When it comes to the actual products, especially getting started with Medicare, what kind of training do we offer there? Because Medicare, uh, I mean, yes, you've been here five years, Jake's been here eight years, but I think we can all remember those first days starting when we ourselves had to learn about Medicare, and there's so much to learn. Do you guys have anything to sort of help with that process? Yeah, and for there, it's always our Medicare 101, which is always going to come at the second week of the month on a Thursday, as Jake mentioned, with, with that brief schedule. And really, it just gives folks a good foundation of what to expect from the Medicare market. So it is going to be a very high-level overview. Like you mentioned, Sarah, mm-hmm. there's there's only so much that you can fill in one hour when it comes to Medicare information. So our goal is just to provide a high-level overview of all parts Medicare. So original Medicare, parts A and B, part D plans for that prescription coverage, optional coverage with Medicare supplements. And then, of course, we can't talk about Medicare without talking about Medicare Advantage as well. So as it comes to these webinars, really, this is going to be less so for those agents that have been in the business for a while. Chances are you probably have a good understanding of the Medicare market. But if you're new to Medicare or would just like a quick refresher, you know, Medicare 101 is going to be a great place for those agents that have you know, gone through the new agent orientation and are now looking to learn a little bit more about those Medicare products. So what we cover, like I said, is just a high level overview of those different products, really getting into when can somebody actually enroll in those different Medicare options? What does that coverage look like? We'll go over some basic cost information as it relates to premiums or cost sharing with co-payments or deductibles as well. So gives you a high level overview and We always try to end on comparing Medicare supplements and Medicare Advantage, as most folks will be trying to make a decision between those two primary Medicare insurance options. Now, to make the most of this, really, I just recommend digging in a little bit more into these topics. Again, we can only cover so much ground in one hour when we're talking about Medicare. So you can certainly take advantage of some of our other educational content, like our eBooks or even our night school training platform just to learn a little bit more and and get a little bit more in-depth information on Medicare. But you can also get started on things like your AHIP certification. Not only is this going to be required to sell many Medicare Advantage and prescription drug plans, but it's also going to dig a little bit deeper into some of those Medicare topics and allow you to take that foundational knowledge and really start building upon it so that when you are ready to start getting in front of clients and selling, you're armed with a good knowledge base so that you can answer some of the questions that will come your way. Right. And I think the the nice part about all of this training with just kind of walking through this process, you know, these these Medicare trainings that we have are really designed to help you kind of start out at that high level, but there are further trainings that do go more into detail with, you know, we said with the comparison between Medicare Advantage and MedSupps, well, in our night school trainings, we go into each of those products individually. We have ebooks that go into those products individually. And then there's a whole slew of articles and information surrounding AHIP. And we just, you know, we really try to cover all of that for you so that we're bringing our agents as much information as possible. Because really, 
we're here to help you guys with your business and help you succeed. That's that's our business. So let's talk further once we go through a little bit more of this education. What about when it comes to actually making the sale, Jake? How do we kind of get started with that process? Sure. That is a, a great question because as much as Derek talked about how much Medicare information there is to learn, and there is a lot, that's only half the battle somehow. There's still the whole sales half of working with clients, which mm-hmm. can really be sometimes the more difficult part of learning all the ins and outs of Medicare. And then you got to apply that to working with clients, figuring out what the best product option is for them, doing a little need discovery and the sales portion side of things of, you know, addressing client concerns, making sure you're representing yourself in a professional manner. And that's some of what we cover in the next of our webinar series, which is steps to a sale. Because everyone's next question after we teach them Medicare products is like, okay, how do I talk to my clients? How do I present this information to them? Which obviously a very fair question in our market. So highly recommend attending our Steps to a Sale webinar, especially if you found that Medicare 101 was helpful for you. Because it really, you know, I almost look at it as a two-part series, really, because they build off each other so well. It could be for agents completely new to the Medicare market, but Really, for steps to a sale, I think it's good for someone that's even been selling for a few years. You might learn some different techniques that you hadn't heard before. We do cover at a high level the general sales process for both Medicare Advantage, Part D, and Medicare Supplements. So we really hit that in a step-by-step process of, okay, how to handle the client appointment at the very beginning. You're talking to your client. How do you go from that to the next level of reviewing plans and, and making sure you're checking all the boxes that you need to? So I think by breaking it down that, that way, it really kind of alleviates some, some nervousness from agents that might not have ever mm-hmm. sold before, and you can start to put together a more solid process for yourself. But there's really just some good ways to make the most out of it, because with selling, of course, you can learn and watch webinars and read, but there's nothing that's going to replace that actual practice of getting out there and talking to clients, um, which can be difficult for independent agents if you don't have a lot of local support. But what we always tell agents is, is there's always ways to build more on this. We talked a lot about the product-specific trainings, whether it's the certifications or any materials that carriers might provide you. Every carrier's selling process is a little bit different, even among their products that they offer. So it, it is really important to read those materials the carriers are sending out. Utilize our carrier pages on RitterIM.com that will really outline the selling options for each of the, the carriers as far as actually submitting applications. And those methods, again, we always talk about, you know, getting connected with your Ritter staff, but they're your sales support here. So if you do have any questions throughout the selling process with a client, they're available to handle those questions and help you however they can. And finally, I think the most important thing is, is really to practice. I mentioned that. Uh, and you might think, oh, well, I don't want to practice on an actual client, but you don't have to. If you have a f- close friend or a family member, it could be, you know, a parent or grandparent or aunt or uncle. Even if they don't need a plan, just ask them if they'd walk through the process for you of, you know, figuring out what plan they are on and and making a recommendation because that's really going to help build some confidence for you in the long run. Right. And even if you don't have someone human to practice on, you can talk through the presentation with a cat or dog. It's really just about kind of getting comfortable as you're presenting with kind of hearing hearing your voice saying some of these things and then kind of repetition and going through the process. 
What about when we get to a point where we want to grow our business, but we're not really sure what that looks like, what that next step is? Sometimes it's not feasible to hire someone new to bring in more business. So what can we do to kind of maybe branch out into other options? Right. Yeah, that is, that's the next logical step, right? You learned all about the Medicare products. You learned how to use the tools on our website. You're ready to meet with clients and, and go through the sales process. But you know you need to actually get in front of some new clients at this point. And in the independent agent life, it's, it's very difficult because you're wearing a lot of hats. You're not only learning about how to sell and how to work with your clients, but you have to be actively marketing your business. So uh, that is something that we get a lot of questions about from agents. And Build Your Book of Business, the last webinar of our monthly series, I believe does a great job of helping set up agents in that process and, and think a little bit outside of the box because very commonly we get asked just, you know, what is the best method for getting new clients or marketing my business? And there's never one answer that's going to be the best for every agent because, and what we talk about in the webinar is every agent's different. It might be your strengths, your weaknesses. It might be a matter of the market that you're in and the differences or the challenges that that represents. So really, we, we present some questions to help get that thinking going and figuring out what's going to work best for you in your market. And then we offer some different options for marketing, and we talk very honestly about the pros and cons for those, because there is, there's pros and cons for every marketing strategy. There's none that's going to be the perfect way to go. Of course, we talk a lot about Medicareful and how great that can be for marketing your business and, and using that as a tool for a lot of the different marketing methods that we discuss. If you really want to make the most of that webinar, I really focus on your situation. And, and while you're watching the webinar and taking notes, think about how you can apply it to your specific situation. If we're talking about opportunities that you might have through knowing local businesses and, and how that could help you, get thinking and, and taking notes of what immediately comes to mind of who you can reach out to, how you can get involved in your local market. Most importantly with marketing is that you do have to be ready to take some risks, try something new, because you never know what, what you're going to get. You might surprise yourself with something that works that you didn't think, or you might think an opportunity isn't great for me because maybe I, I don't feel comfortable presenting educational events. But if you really put the effort in to look through our trainings, because we offer a lot of support on how to host events like that and resources to help you host it, you might find that it, it was a really good move for your business and, and you did a lot better at it than you thought. Right. I like that honesty that, you know, there is not just one magic solution because I think I've seen that a lot when I look through, you know, videos on YouTube or anything like that. You know, the five magical solutions to selling, you know, plans and building your business, you know, there there really is no secret formula. I'm sorry if you if you came here thinking that you were going to hear a specific formula that you do X, Y and Z you know, we're all different. We all have different selling markets. We have different portfolios. So I love that you guys explore so many different options for people to kind of try, you know, for our agents to try out these different strategies and really see what works for them and what works for their, for their market. We're going to go into a couple questions here. There's some things that we've had agents ask us that kind of fall in line with some of these trainings and some of the things that you guys have mentioned here today. 
probably one of the biggest questions that we get asked about and one of our biggest pieces of content, anything that has to do with AHIP, the certification for, for selling Medicare Advantage and PDP plans. How do we have trainings or anything set up to help prepare us for that AHIP exam? Do we have anything that agents should watch before they take that exam that could possibly help a little bit with that certification and recertification each year? Sure, yeah. We certainly get asked that a lot. A lot of times specifically about Medicare 101, is this going to be the prep I need for AHIP? Which is kind of a funny question because, you know, AHIP really is provides the training itself. But yes, Medicare 101 is going to give you a good understanding of the Medicare products and and certainly give a good base under you as you go through the AHIP training. But AHIP is training itself also. It's not just a test that you have to be expected to do, you know, come fully prepared for. Part of what you're getting through the AHIP experience is training. And it's very valuable. You know, we go through it here at Ritter ourselves each year, uh, largely for the purpose of the educational value that it brings. It's meant to prepare you for your job of, of working with clients and understanding these products. So I would really, and we often do, always urge our agents to really go through the study materials and actually use them and, you know, take notes. And you'll actually find a lot of valuable information that you might not have found otherwise. But really, there's no better preparation for AHIP than AHIP itself. Right. If you do what Jake just said, you'll probably be more likely to pass it on the first try than just trying to sign in and wing it. We do not recommend trying to wing it. That's mm-hmm. that's not a good yes. idea. Now we're going to uh, this next question. I'm I'm going to actually ask both of you because I think this is who this is this is a hot topic in the Medicare world and agents from at least my understanding, typically have, like you both have suggested, kind of a one one or the other mentality sometimes with these going into selling Medicare. But I think there's a little more nuance to be found here. We'll start with Derek. What is better, Medicare Advantage or Medicare Supplement? Yeah, well, clearly it's no. We won't. There's not. There's not a. Uh, there's not a specific uh, right or wrong answer to this because a lot of it is really just going to depend on the specific client that the agent is working with. And I think the tough part with digging into that question is there could be any number of reasons that tips the scale in the favor of one over another. I think a lot of times we want to look at it maybe financially, right? And you could say, oh well. If a Medicare Advantage plan, they're offering a $0 premium and they're going to get a gym membership and they're going to get this, you know, you're thinking, wow, that's a that's a great deal. But for somebody who is maybe more budget conscious and they want to know what their costs are going to be, those out-of-pocket expenses can really turn them away from that, especially some of the more expensive things like an inpatient hospital stay. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, you have the Medicare supplement side where for somebody, and I would put myself in this camp, but for somebody who's like, oh, I, I like to know what my costs are going to be each month. I like to be able to plan those things out. You know, that's that's great that I could say, hey, I have this premium and I even know kind of what my out-of-pocket expenses might be for the year. But that does come at a cost where now I am having a monthly premium that, you know, could be upwards of $100 per month, which is, you know, certainly something to consider when the alternative is a $0 premium option. So it's, it is, like you said, a little bit more nuanced when you get into which of these is better or worse. And 
It can't always be a financial decision. Sometimes it is a lifestyle choice that people make as well. Right, right. Well, in the other corner over here, no, just kidding. Yeah. This is not a title fight. <laughs> we're, we're not doing that here. Jake, what do you think? What's better, Medicare Advantage or Medicare Supplements? I have to echo Derek in the true fence-sitting answer of there is no better. But I will speak to a different perspective because it could depend, you know, who's asking this question? Is it a consumer or an agent? Because a lot of times we deal with agents that, you know, don't want to sell one product or the other. And, and the usual issue is with Medicare Advantage, there's the annual certifications and maybe Medicare isn't the core focus of, of your business. Mm -hmm. And uh, you have complaints about the time that that takes each year. You know, whatever the issue might be, some people find Medicare supplements to be a little bit more straightforward if Medicare isn't your main focus and, and you're able to offer those to some clients that happen to be Medicare age, whatever your reasoning might be. So sometimes maybe it makes sense for an agent to focus on one or, or the other. But I would say that if you're really going to focus on Medicare business at all, by not at least setting up to sell both of them, you're missing out on a lot of opportunities that you know could help your business. Even if Medicare isn't your main focus, it's going to bring in new clients one way or the other just by offering new product lines. And pretty much for the reasons that Derek went into, there's no one client. You know, Every client you have isn't going to be a good fit for Medicare supplement or every client you have isn't going to be a great fit for Medicare Advantage. There are going to be some that just need to be put in either option. So if you really want to be able to meet the needs of every client that walks in your door, the best thing you could do is be ready to, to offer both product types. Right. And to be able to put people into those plans, because the last thing that you want is to only sell Medicare Advantage and not be contracted to sell any med subs, because you're going to have that person that wants a med sub and you don't want to have to turn that person right. away or worse, turn them over to another agent. And same thing on the flip side, you know, what if somebody wants that Medicare Advantage plan because they really, you know, they want that $0 premium, maybe they don't plan on having to use their plan as often and you don't you don't have the certification for it, you want to you want to be prepared to be able to sell both. Now our our next question on on the list here, I have a feeling this is going to go the same way as this question on med advantage versus med sup. But let me just ask. Oh, we'll we'll go back to Derek. We'll try and go back and forth here. Derek, I'm an agent. What should I contract with in my area? Yeah, and and <laughs> it's a question that that people will ask, right? Especially as you go through the process, you know, like I mentioned in the new agent orientation, we'll we'll walk agents through how to actually complete the contract, but that's just the how. So the question then would be, well, what should I contract with maybe? And where we'd love to answer that question for you, we're not necessarily equipped to on our end. You know, we're trying to build that foundational knowledge on our training side. So Really where I'd point you to is to actually reach out to your sales representative for your state, whether that be the national team or the agency team, and talk to them about what your goals are, what market you're looking to sell in, maybe even what products you're already thinking about getting started with. They can help you dig into identifying what's competitive in that market and where you might want to start and maybe even give you a couple new ideas. Maybe you weren't considering selling, you know, an MSA plan, a, a Medicare medical savings account, but maybe with a review of their market and them just talking you through it, you think, hey, that could actually be something worthwhile to, to contract with and could be a good option that I could present to some of the clients I'm looking to work with. So where it's hard for us to answer that specific question, because it's going to depend on 
what market you're in, kind of what you're looking to to do in your Medicare business. Um, we do have staff that is available to help you navigate those questions and help talk through that with you a little bit more. Right. Jake, do you have anything that you'd like to add to that? I mean, I think Derek hit the main one, which is get in contact with our sales reps here at Ritter. But, you know, we're, we also show you if, if you'd rather do the research yourself and, and, you know, see it. We have the quote tool out there. Run some quotes in your local market. It'll show you the top Medicare supplement plans. Check the different genders, some different ages. You can see what the top carriers are and, and make sure that you have the top options and be prepared for whatever demographic your client might be. Same goes for Medicare Advantage. Switch it over to that Medicare Advantage filter. We show data on that quote engine that tells you how many Medicare eligibles within each county are enrolled into each plan. So that's an immediate indicator of which plans are more competitive for one reason or the other. It might be that they have a stronger network in your region. They just have the best cost structure, benefits, whatever it might be. There's usually a reason, and that at least can point you in the right direction of which carriers to start with. Okay. So one of the things that I like that I'm hearing, and I'm hearing you guys kind of constantly say this, is to reach out to us here to stay in touch with us, but also that, you know, we have a lot of different resources here to take advantage of. Do you want to just kind of go over some of those again to kind of refresh our memory since we've been talking for a little bit here? Yeah, absolutely. And and really what we want to do here is just really want to emphasize the point that where these webinars are really helpful in providing some foundational knowledge that for your Medicare business, you're really going to want to take it to the next level and you'll want to invest a little bit more time into your own study and building your own knowledge base. So we just wanted to highlight some of the things that you can do maybe after you've attended these webinars to really go to that next level and to make the most of them for your business. So We've said it a lot, but I'll say it again here. The first thing is just to be in touch with your sales rep. Really build that relationship because the better that they know your business and the better you know them, it's just going to allow that relationship to flourish and allow them to make some specific recommendations, not just based on your market and you know what you're doing in your business, but based on you and based on your personality, based on what you're looking to do in the Medicare market. The next thing is just to take that next step when it comes to each of these webinars. So throughout, we've talked about applicable next steps that allow you to apply these things or really just dig a little bit deeper in there. So whether it is following up with the new agent orientation by starting that contract or building that test client, those are things that allow you to kind of get your hands dirty a little bit and get used to using these tools from a practical standpoint, which you're going to be doing a lot of as you build your Medicare business. And the last thing then, kind of similar point, but is really just to put it into practice. So as we talked about in particular with steps to a sale and building your business plan, those are great things to not just sit in on the webinar and then walk away and think, all right, now I'm ready, but to actually practice your selling approach, to actually get out and try a a new marketing approach, whether it would be hey, I'm going to try direct mailers and see how that works for me. See if that generates a good return on that investment. Or maybe I do want to try hosting an educational event. I'm a little bit nervous about it, but I think if I give it a try, maybe I'll have a good return there. Maybe you're involved in the community and that just allows you to springboard into some new marketing ventures. So you you would really be doing yourself a disservice if all you do is just listen to these webinars and then walk away but by putting it into practice, it allows you to 
you know, really engage with that that content in a different way where now you're taking what you've learned and you're applying it and ultimately going to be building your Medicare business from there. All right. Jake, do you have anything to add to that? No, I don't think so. He covered, you know, adding the value to the webinar is great. It's, you know, it's, it's all about what you do afterwards. Mm-hmm. I will say is just a, a way to wrap up that we've talked a lot about today here about, you know, what we think you guys need education wise. But certainly we're always wanting to hear from you as far as what training content you'd like to see more of. Maybe we talked about these webinars and, you know, they sound good, but you're, you're looking for a specific topic, whatever that might be. You know, even if it's not to our monthly webinar line, we, we do one-off webinars throughout the year. We help, we work with our marketing team to create resources like our eBooks or always creating new videos for our night school website, educational platform. And, and really we're here for our agents to, to train whatever you guys are looking for. So if you have any topics that you'd like to see more out of Ritter, please let us know. I, I think we'll have an email address available in the podcast notes that you can reach out to us. And we can make sure to connect with you guys. Absolutely. Yeah, you can reach out with that email. You can also call the podcast hotline. I'll throw this number out for you. 1-717-562-7211. That is our hotline. You pretty much just call in, leave a voicemail. Doesn't even have to be a conversation with any of us if you're not into that, because I know I'm not a fan of talking on the phone either. But just let us know, you know, even if it's just a simple topic, anything like that, we'd love to create the resources for you and we want to help you with what you need help with. So if you reach out, email us, call us, even if you talk to the staff members here, let them know and they'll pass it along to the appropriate places and we can get a training together that will really cover what you're looking to learn about. Before I let you guys go, I do have one final question for each of you. The same question, but I'm going to start with Jake because I don't want Derek to steal the all the good answers here. Okay. Jake, what is something that you wish agents would ask you that they never do? Maybe something related to whether a hot dog is a sandwich? Is it a sandwich? You know, I really wish they would ask that more often. They never do. Because that's the conversation I'm most prepared for. Really? A hot dog is not a sandwich, actually. It's it's, a known fact that a hot dog is an Americanized taco, actually. Okay. (laughs) We're going to let that debate stand there. Um, An Americanized taco. Hmm. That's an interesting philosophy. Derek, can, can you speak to the fact of whether or not a hot dog is a sandwich? I'm I'm usually the neutral the neutral third party in the debate, and okay. I don't take a strong stance. But to to represent the party that is not here, uh, they would say that a hot dog is a sandwich by definition because the definition states a usually meat or some other filling between two pieces of bread or a split roll. So depends on what camp you fall into, you know. But uh, I, I'm usually the neutral third party. But if you are a stickler for definitions and you think that words are important in that way, then probably a sandwich in, in your camp. So so because the hot dog stood up, that's that's the problem because it's not lying down like a sandwich is lying down. Is that is that part of the problem here? For me, it's it so here's the hypothetical for me. If you walk into a restaurant you've never been in, a great sandwich shop, best rated in the area in a new town, and you and you just ask the server, you know what, give me one of your finest sandwiches and they bring you out a hot dog. How do you feel? Depends on the hot dog. Mm, 
I guess so. <laughs> I certainly feel confused. <laughs> yeah. This is your, wait, this is your finest sandwich? Yeah. Am I in the right place? Is a, this isn't even a sandwich, is what you're thinking, and we all know it. Okay, well, well, Derek, we're going to ask you the question, what is something that you wish agents would ask you that they never do? Yeah, and, and I think uh, for me, I would put myself in the camp of a little bit of a Medicare nerd. It's always exciting to learn something new. So I think if agents ask the question, hey, where can I learn more about, especially after Medicare 101, where can I get some next steps into Medicare uh, we would be happy to share not only the resources that we have, but other helpful items like CMS, where it is a little bit wordy at times. They have a lot of really great resources to help agents navigate the different special enrollment periods and and really take a next step. So I just think like having those resources at your disposal is is really helpful. And it's not a question we get often as far as where can where can I learn more? Can you point me in the right direction of some additional resources? Right. I recently found where the comments exist on the federal register for all of the proposed rules that come out through CMS. And that was a very exciting find for me. So I think I'm I'm on your level as far as Medicare nerd and CMS compliance goes. But I want to say thank you so much to you both for coming in today. Jake, Derek, Jake, I'm sorry. I, I think I don't know. I think a hot dog is a sandwich. Oh. I think I might have to fall into into that camp. But thank you both so much for being here today. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us. Now, all things sandwich related aside, Derek, Jake and their team put a lot of work into creating resources that are educational and useful for insurance agents. We will have the link to our events page in our notes where you can find a list of our webinar offerings that were mentioned in this episode and some that weren't. And if you really want to take your learning to the next level, I suggest registering with us here at Ritter and really opening yourself up for even more learning opportunities. We have so many carrier webinars that we offer opportunities that are just available for our agents, in addition to what we offer as your field marketing organization. And we don't bite, we promise. We might be a bit quirky and geek out over compliance rules and also argue the merits of sandwich worthiness, but we're also really passionate about helping our agents. So don't forget to check out our notes and follow along with our show for more episodes like this one. And let us know if you'd like an episode on sandwiches. We've got a few more staff members who would probably like to join that debate. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. We will see you next episode.